Good to see you. Good to hear you. Long Hello. time. I have to keep my voice down because it's 6am. Sorry. <laughs> and my, I have like bed here. Hello. Yay. Hi. Hello. It's been a really <gasps> too long. I think I might need to get a beanie. I love the background. Thank you. It's a cute background. It is. Look at that. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Anne-Marie. <laughs> my God, it's been so <laughs> long. What the hell? I know. I'm in my new house now. That's amazing. And you're not you're not in the bar anymore. Yeah. Now I can look a little bit post-apocalyptic because everyone in the post-apocalypse <laughs> has, has a beanie. I have also moved into a new place and it's a bit smaller. And so then mm -hmm. just uh, like sound travels a bit easier. And I, I dare not wake my beloved. <laughs> there you go. Right. Oh, cool. Okay, so first of all, you both look fantastic. Great energy. Love you both. Thank you. I, I have you to say too. this every time. Absolutely. Literally, I say this to Ray. Um, inner and outer beauty. It's a thing. It's a quality. It's like beautiful inside, beautiful outside. And that's you guys. Has to be said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no worries. I think we mentioned meeting up at some point when I'm in Denmark. We're going to have like, as you said, some beers or something, Catherine? Oh, yes. Okay. Obviously. Right. Just get smashed with Catherine. <laughs> or you, you could, uh, you could get some uh, non-alcoholic or whatever. Okay. All right. And then, so. uh, for sure. And then uh, Anne Marie, something like you and Jonathan, something like you know, like a Georgia tavern or something. Anyway, <laughs> folks, anyway. you know what I'm doing. This is like back 11 months ago when we recorded. 11 months. This is Oh, really yeah. that long a time? That's right. Wow. But, Jesus Christ. But... With everything, though, um, at the moment, with the Topic Podcast Network, with the streamlined kind of templates and everything, everything's actually legitimately up and running. That's why I don't think it'll be another 11 months. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. I mean, uh, the game uh, comes out uh, in September, so. That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, actually, thank you for kicking us off, Catherine. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> we we have so much to discuss. I mean, there was the recent Summer Games Fest stuff, but let's talk about that. And what a what a great place to begin because it's the remake of the one that started it all. Um, I am personally completely on board with the idea. I was actually, as I was playing part two, I was like, how beautiful would it be to play part one in, in this know. level of graphics? Go for it. I guess I, I do understand people questioning why it needs a remake in the first place because I saw someone online saying it's like someone famous writing their memoirs and they're 26 years old. Mm. You know, it's like, <laughs> what's the point? You, you haven't lived yet, you know? Um, but I think with the show coming out and assuming this show will be as successful as we hope and I think know it'll be, um, I think it makes sense to want both of their uh, source material games to be on the latest new gen system and from what i understand the naughty dog team with part two came out if they weren't working on the multiplayer they just kind of were sitting around like twiddling their thumbs and so they were like okay well, well let's, let's give you all something to do and then i guess that steamrolled into a huge project of you know let's just go ahead and get this thing going even though it may not may not be as old as um you know like when the resident 2 remake came out or like resident mm -hmm. evil 3 or something like that um but i mean those games were so almost archaic that they were just unplayable and today's yeah. standard while the last of us originally 
honestly, like, obviously it was never like that. Mm. Um, I think there will be a huge upgrade and a huge noticeable difference um, if they implement the part two mechanics into part one. See, that's where I wanted to actually dive in. So as you know, part two introduced so many different mechanics. Like obviously you had the dogs and you had, um, I think shooting while lying down, like so many, it, it sort of revolutionized it. Catherine, do you think we might see some of those? Do you think Naughty Dog will be able to help themselves from not putting those part two mechanics into part one? Mm, I mean, as much as I enjoyed the gameplay of part two, I feel like it, there's such a charm with the gameplay of the first game. And I don't think, I mean, obviously it will benefit the game to have upgraded mechanics and smoother gameplay experience overall. But I don't think they should touch too much up to like, you know, kind of ruin the nostalgia a bit uh, by, mm -hmm. for example, adding dogs or something. Like that wasn't there. Um, yeah, that would be inauthentic. I think you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Or like Joel being able to crawl around, <laughs> <laughs> fucking old man just crawling yeah, around just, like this. You know, that would be amazing. Um, and then he's I playing guitar for, and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, for for Ellie's part, I think it might make more sense to to upgrade her gameplay part. To make her a little more agile and she can jump and crawl and whatever um but i i really don't think they should touch too much up on the gameplay part other than mm. obviously making it a little more improved and smooth and uh but yeah okay. i think overall yeah. it's gonna be a great upgrade anyway i think mm -hmm. okay. yeah that that does bring up a good point though because you know, you said it's like, it's its own charm, but I mean, how much of that is your nostalgia? I mean, our nostalgia of it and how much of that is realistic? Because like, you always talk about these old, old games from the nineties that like GoldenEye. It, I've never played the game and I tried to play, I have an old emulator over here and I tried to play it with my boyfriend and I was like, this is, this is archaic. Yeah, it's, at some I point, it just... it. yeah. This is just crusty and old, crusty. and it's not, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not Pac-Man, you know, where you can kind of like see the charm of it, and it's still playable, and you can still have fun with it. But I'm like, this is just compared to where these types of games have gone, you know, 25 years later. I said this. I could see how you had fun in 1997 as a six-year-old playing this. But I'm not having fun right now. No. This is this is I can't do this. Okay. Okay, I can dig that. I think we're fairly, fairly on the same uh on the same keel, which is always so refreshing. Like, you know, as I'm sure you guys probably picked up super early on with what I do, it's not the realm of like super spicy hot takes. Like we're not just like yelling at each other and doing that <laughs> podcast drama stuff. So I always like how we're just like, yeah, you know. Slightly little variations in viewpoints, just but vibing. But just vibing. Um, my thing is the the inner OCD of me because I used to actually was legit OCD back in the day, but now I just I yearn for that sense of um, part one, part two, and so now that it's been named part one, I'm just like that is so satisfying because it leads up to <laughs> it sort of sets the stage for part three, which leads us to our next 
little thing to kind of do a round table about. Catherine, it seems like someone has offended you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was just... Uh, I'll do an impression of Catherine just now. <laughs> uh, just like I was just trying to focus. <laughs> just got a text message. That's over. okay. All right, now tell us the story of the text. Go on. Oh, it was just an emoji, so okay, nothing... Cool. Exciting. Amazing. That's right? why it's confusing. Looking it at it like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> as as the audience knows, we're slowly building up the out like the off-air mythology of both Catherine and Anne-Marie. I think I said that Anne-Marie owns a bunch of yachts and a bunch of resorts, and Catherine is this biker that now she's also working for the CIA, and that was actually a message from her from like the... from her handler because she's deep undercover. My, my agent. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are the best, right? So number two is is the notion. Okay, okay. The notion that part three exists on a piece of paper somewhere in Neil, Druck <laughs> in Neil Druckmann's office. I'm, At least the you, outline of it. Yeah. It's crazy. We have a bunch uh, of Last of Us stuff coming up, but I, I think that's the thing I'm most excited for. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's, it's kind of... Uh... I mean, considering how part two ended in a way that it like it ended so open ended, but had some kind of like redeeming arc for both yeah. Abby and Ellie. Uh, so I really have a hard time figuring out how they can go further with it, because I mean, obviously now Joel is out of the picture completely in a mm -hmm. way. Um, so it's so interesting to see how they're going to pull it off mm -hmm. if if Abby and Lev is going to be uh, characters or if Ellie is going to have like her hero's journey epic uh, final mm. uh, story arc or uh, whatever mm. so it, it can really go so many directions honestly it really I, can. Have, I, I really don't even know how to start <laughs> what if actually no go for it Henry how about you what do you think well, I mean, it makes sense that some iteration does exist because you don't want to run into the problem that Game of Thrones did, where Winds of Winter just never got finished. And they were kind of just pulling stuff out of their ass <laughs> and in hopes that, you know, it would eventually maybe one day match the source material that never even came to fruition. I mean, part, part three just makes sense, you know, even just mm. from a financially, you know, a mm. financial standpoint. Yeah, I can dig it. Um, what Catherine did was she she dipped a little bit into a bit of like how the dynamic might be with like, is it, is it an Ellie, Levi? I mean, Neil does like to kind of just knock everything off the table. I don't even bother. I don't even bother. Who freaking hell knows it's, how it's, it's going to be. I mean. it, takes, it takes place 20 years later and it's Levi's kid. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's Ellie's. <clears throat> I think it's, you know, how... Not to draw too close of a parallel, but I think Star Wars did this thing where it's like it's about the Skywalkers or whatever. And I think if you were to, and you know, Luke doesn't actually appear for a fair bit. There's like C3PO and blah 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 blah, and then Luke, and who is the protagonist? He appears. Not saying that Joel is C3PO or R2D2 or whatever, but um, if you could see it as Ellie's trilogy, like Ellie's story, because it is, mm. you know. So I think Ellie would have to be the main protagonist it would be interesting yeah. catching up with her <clears throat> this this is a Druckmann move he waits he he deliberately waits 10 years for 10 years to pass 
Um, I actually wish that Sony Santa Monica would do this with God of War. All of those pestering, entitled, bullshit, harassing assholes right now asking for God of War. <laughs> Ragnarok, I would say, Corey, literally delay it two years like a parent. It's like, if you fucking throw a tantrum in the supermarket for this chocolate, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get it for another yeah. week. And yeah. it's like, if you're, if you're on the floor screaming about for three more seconds, that's one extra week that you're not getting mm-hmm. chocolate. So I would almost say that to, to Neil and just say, well, you know, I just would say, yeah, at least five, maybe five years, like hold off, cool it. And then I would love like a, f- you know, Joel is, um, well, he, he's 50 in the start of uh, Last of Us part one. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. 50-ish. Yeah. I'm talking. 50-ish. Yeah. How about an early 40s Ellie, right? Someone who's, and so, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like someone who's in Joel's mindset. And then it breaks, yeah. there's a sort of a, a bit of an arc, like a circularity. It's like, then you play as this grizzled Ellie, so to speak. And then it's a bit of a parallel. It's it's one of those things in storytelling. It's the three X structure and it sort of loops back on itself. And so you play as this grizzled Ellie and then you discover a young kid or a young, that sort of youthful energy that then, helped you know joel was able to forgive himself through the young you know peppy mm-hmm. innocent ellie imagine if ellie needs to have that forgiveness and she meets someone who unlocks that for her so anyway that's just an idea if you ever want to hear god laugh tell him your plans yep. and i just always think of you know if you ever want to hear neil Druckmann laugh tell him your plans for part three <laughs> you know it's just like nobody's best guess will even come close you know nobody's best guess even came close to part two yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, we all had an idea that it would be like Joel obviously had to die, mm-hmm. kind of. I never had because I never wanted him to die. <laughs> I, I mean, me neither. But I mean, it had to happen for the story to progress in in a way yeah. because you can't just make a, a thirty hour game of Joel and Ellie going on what adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, it's not just gonna be another adventure game. It's it's gonna be something that really progresses the story. And what else progresses the story than someone dying? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's obvious. Um, but it's it, mm. it, it's kind of interesting to see how also part two handled uh, Tommy's character, for example. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could be one of the main characters as well in, in a potential part three, because he seemed like he was getting a much bigger role. Mm-hmm. Um, so also with the way his character was left, like basically a fragile old uh, guy who's like lost his eye and lost his wife and lost everything mm-hmm. that matters to him. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see like, what's his path gonna Mm. be like is he gonna be like ellie or just spiraling out of control or Mm. is he gonna redeem himself in a way or yeah who knows i like that the branching possibilities of tommy i like how we each had fairly kind of real world feasible takes i just as a bit of a humorous aside i was like imagine if alternate universe they completely misread what people wanted 
from part two and they were like well they like the giraffe scene so clearly we have to have you know giraffe combat you know we have to have <laughs> giraffe you know traversal like i want to be able to saddle a giraffe and just imagine how turn deaf that would be like that That's- new like that new cat game coming out where you just play as a cat <laughs> actually play- oh my god yes i'm so excited for stray it's called stray yeah it's stray. That's- yeah. Yeah, it, looks, it looks super cute mm-hmm. it does look cute I mean, I, I hate that. cats, but it looks amazing. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to do like at least one episode about Stray down the line for like another podcast, but I wouldn't want to go astray on that topic. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, All right. Um, to, to, to make an inelegant segue, I just saw, I think I sent an image to you guys, so it's going to be in the edit. This actress who has been cast in a new role uh, for the series, the HBO series, which we need to talk about as well, which has just wrapped filming, like, it was reported, yes. like, a couple of hours ago or something. First, first footage yeah. from mm-hmm. the... Oh, man. And what is her name? Uh, Ator Ari Rombo. Hell yeah. So she is going to play a new character called Joyce. She has a very kind of, like intense Sigourney Weaver-ish kind of vibe, which I really dig. She does look like Sigourney Weaver. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I can really vibe with that. And Ooh. immediately intrigued by by that energy. Um, we could do a mini round table. And I mean, it's like almost like blind speculation, but I'll quickly look her up. What an interesting name too. So her name's Ari Rambo. That's her name. I bet you she's in something that we've all seen, but we don't know that she's in it. All right, she was in... Oh, actually, no, not that many. But very, very distinct kind of energy. Very intrigued to see who she plays. Um, I will say, just in terms of the energy of that first, like that shot there, definitely had some Abbey vibes. So what that led me, what I want to do a roundtable about is, um, as with, like, for example, Peter Jackson with Lord of the Rings, he actually gave some of Gandalf's lines to Arwen and some of Arwen's lines to you know, whatever, like Aragorn or whatever. So I'm wondering if we might be looking at almost like a re-roll of, of, of the lore and we might be seeing some characters get fused together, some new characters get made just for the show. What do you think of, of potentially doing something like that just to kind of really cement it as its own thing? You know, the Pedroverse and, and, and yeah, go for it. <laughs> the Pedroverse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> The Pedro multi-universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to call it. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with some names. What do you think? Um, I mean, I think I think that's just a really good way to almost just give it a fresh coat of paint because, I mean, it's a good way to incorporate the main voice characters like we've seen mm-hmm. with Tommy, you know, is getting a, a new role. I think it is a really good way um, to kind of, because TV and video games are two absolutely very different mediums and have two very different audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everything from a video game will translate well into a TV show. You mm-hmm. know, just like not everything from a book will translate into a movie. Um, and so you had things like with Harry Potter, you know, some things from the books were just completely cut out mm-hmm. and some things for the movies were just never even in the books, but it's just because, you know, you had to translate things differently into a different medium Mm. so i mean i'm i'm excited to kind of get this you know fresh breath of air into the last of us where we are you know we know each character forwards Mm. backwards and sideways um and now it'll give us you know new new cannon fodder basically 
to explore. Mm. I've never heard cannon fodder used that way. That makes perfect <laughs> well, sense. That's it's that is, a yeah, very yeah. good, very good use of um, you know, t- yeah. riffing with English. Okay, cool. What do you, what do you think, Catherine? Yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely agree because I think. Um, because then they, you, you just give them their own identities and they can sort of exist as separate things. And so there's not so much like, you know, flame wars with people being like, it should yeah, have this, ex- you know? Exactly. But but also in terms of like um, the the game is is so limited in its way of telling the story because it has to, to tell it in a certain way for the, like, to make sense of the gameplay and all these aspects of that. So you have to be limited on certain things, uh, like adding too many characters to the game. And I think also that's one of the like slightly down bad things, (laughs) not Mm -hmm. bad things, but like uh, lesser great things about part two, that there were so many characters that you like, had some some kind of purpose to the story and i think with a, uh, a series you you have much more control over how you're gonna tell a story because you can watch it from so many perspectives like yeah. when you when you learn about the fireflies and all their history you learn from like notes and from environmental stories and uh from Marlene's part of it, but you never really see their side in a way. But mm. I think you can do that in a, in another way with telling it through a series because you can have characters where you see that side of the story and mm-hmm. you know get a scene of uh, a change of scene. You know, I like that. Um, I like that. Um, I think that the true North, like Naughty Dog's like North Star or whatever the, for them is, and that's why I, na- I named the episode this, is like authenticity. And then I call it, I'm calling this episode authenticity and joy because those go hand in hand. It's like when I sense that whatever it is, even if it's a reinterpretation, even if it's an omission, you know, if they omit certain things for the series specifically to achieve that sense of, um, you know, uh, to give that understanding that like series is separate a separate and different art form from from mm-hmm. um, from games what if that's done authentically then i'll just be happy you know if it's done in a way that like feels true to um to the execution and if you guys have you guys seen chernobyl yet yeah the series? yeah it's Excellent. amazing it's amazing okay that'll be it next on me and okay. jonathan's list and 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 really, we have started, I really did forget to watch it. We have started watching Dark on your recommendation. Oh, amazing! Yeah. How do you like it? Yes, yes. We're 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 in. Let we're me in know if you want me to send you the charts. Okay. <laughs> charts. Do you, really? Oh wow. Okay. You, you yeah, the casting is insane, and mm-hmm. how everybody is related and everything. I just you know it was much easier with almost like family trees. Okay. All right, we'll chime back in on that. Honestly, one of the best shows ever made, and they're making a new one. Yeah. Uh, not not a new dog, obviously, but the yeah. same writers. Yeah, it's like an, on the ocean or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait for that one. I can do it's it. It's gonna be crazy. Guys, I well, basically anything. If you ever guys want to talk about 
besides Last of Us, I've now set it up officially. It's the Topic Podcast Network. Finally realized, like, just call it what it is. And so now it is the, and then insert topic and then podcast. So blah. And so you probably had me follow you guys from a bunch of different accounts. And if we ever want to jump on to talk about that series or whatever series, like, I know we're Last of Us pals, but we can we can do other things. You know, that's cool. <laughs> I can that's always cool. talk about dog. There's so many things to unpack. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm well. stoked. All right. Well, once I finish the series, we'll, we might even have the dark podcast. We'll talk about that or whatever. Oh yes. All right, folks. It is time to just quickly, just because I, there's a whole bunch of other things, but I, we have to touch on it because it's one of our little bullet points is the, this untitled but full story like i am i'm clinging to that those two words full story multiplayer i have basically next to no interest in multiplayer but the fact that it's a full story experience that neil specifically set aside first of all as as to throw a spanner in the works what if he's like basically saying this is an interquel between two and three would you be open to that or or what what do you reckon of this like mysterious but apparently full-bodied multiplayer experience, you guys. That's cool. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, she, she, she well, was, it, it was flickering out a little bit, so I think she can maybe jump back on. Um, bye, Anne-Marie. She, bye, Anne-Marie. Ro- robotic Anne-Marie, do you remember? Robo-AB. <laughs> All right, she's jumping oh back on. Oh, my God. Now. Oh, you came back. That's great. I'm actually Revive. glad because I think she just needed to reset her connection. So, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, robot. <laughs> What yeah. happened? Her video is not appearing. Oh, kill me. With, she's like, kill me. Hi. She seems she seems so annoyed at her internet right now. Oh yeah. It's okay. Let's 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 all Catherine. Let's Southern Anne, internet. Let's just do Anne Marie's same gesture so that she feels okay. There you go. Screen uh, capture. She feels seen. <laughs> she feels seen. Okay. Oh my god, her, her screen is frozen. <laughs> it's actually oh my frozen. God, kill me. That's okay. Excellent. <laughs> I dig it. Okay, so let's take that as a sign from the cosmos. As soon as we started talking about the multiplayer, the connection crapped out. So the way yeah. that I interpret that symbolically. <laughs> we shouldn't play it. We shouldn't, we shouldn't play talk it. about it. We should just leave yeah. it and not talk about it. No, okay. Super quickly, I will I will play only if I can play with you guys. If we can be like, just mess around online. I mean, obviously, I, uh, if if it's uh, available on PlayStation Four, because oh my god, I'm gonna buy a PS Five. <laughs> shut up, shut up, Catherine. It's your birthday soon. I'm gonna give you a fucking PS Five. Just no, oh. no, 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 no. You don't. You don't. Yeah. No, but Me seriously though, because it's annoying that uh, it's it's still so hard to get. A hold of a PlayStation Five year, mm-hmm. so uh, and it's been what two two years? Yeah, that's been out. Mm-hmm. Almost November two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's it's so impossible. Like mm. every time they're in stock here, it's like five minutes and they're gone. So all right, okay. Well, you need to um, jump on that eBay, girl. <laughs> oh, eBay. I'm not. I'm not gonna pay like thousands of. Uh, no, would, would, wouldn't be thousands but but we'll, uh, we'll, but we'll have that sorted by but at some point yeah 
Okay. So I hope I get it before the remake because uh, I'm gonna be a sad girl if I'm not gonna play the remake. Let's yeah. let's talk about that. <laughs> When's your birthday again? Seriously, I'm I'm being I'm being dead. I'm being <laughs> no, dead you should. <laughs> okay. My birthday actually, is very soon, actually. Tenth of August. Tenth of August. Okay. Well. August. 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 That is now. Me and AB are Dad. communicating in our code language about getting you <laughs> something. Maybe teaming up. We'll figure it out. No, no. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would literally only make that exception for any sort of multiplayer anything to for this <laughs> particular. Like I, I aggressively avoid it because I think. Again, not to talk about them again, but they're sort of siblings in a way. Santa Monica, you know, Koi Balog is like single player forever. And for me, mm. my investment, my investment in 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 the medium itself, in in like, is is in those, and like um, those connections you make with that one, empathy deepening experience of just being, and just focusing on that single player. So, yeah. but if they can get that level of again authenticity, of of really in world i know that red dead 2 came pretty close because it was you know they, they managed to do it pretty grounded it never every time i see fortnite i want to shoot myself in the fucking range <laughs> i seriously yeah, fortnite or call of duty or all those mindless mm. shooters yeah i mean I, i think what's what's naughty dog uh what naughty dog is doing with this game i i think they can do something interesting mm -hmm. but i mean I'm not really a big multiplayer okay. player. Okay. No, that's <laughs> um, cool. We have officially so discussed I'm, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not really too excited over the head. Right. Okay, how about you, Anne Marie? I am. I am. I love faction multiplayer person, but I am a factions person. Mm -hmm. Um, I love factions because it is so much more uh, slower paced and strategic, I think, mm -hmm. than other multiplayers. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I just, I, I don't like the run and gun, you know, I'm, I'm too, I guess, old. And when I played Fortnite one time, I got like my ass kicked by nine year olds. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, it's just, it's too quick for me. It's too fast. I don't understand like why we're like building an, an Amish barn raising when we're supposed to be shooting each other. Like, why are we building shit? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you burn. get some nine-year-old kid saying you should get cancer or something yeah or something i know like <laughs> i mean I know. it's so horrible yeah okay nine-year-old right. piece of shit i know like go do your missing assignments dude yeah like, <laughs> exactly in australia, we'd, in australia we'd say grow some fucking pubes mate just fucking <laughs> just you know anyway <laughs> Okay, so we've we've dealt with that. And look, honestly, I'll say we always try to pepper things with a bit of positivity so that the fucking generation, whatever latest, don't jump down our throats. Like, listen, if you talk to your friends in Fortnite and that's your like 2022 version of socializing and you're actually a nice kid, you're you're okay. Like we're not we're not blanket judging. It's cool. Um but no, maybe I mean it's it's yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. If people I, enjoy I heard Fortnite. <laughs> exactly. I, I heard that, you know, as long as you're not like hurting other people, like just enjoy what you enjoy. All right. This is the, the big HBO sized elephant in the room. Oh yes. There's there's a show 
Somewhere. There's a show. Hey, Kevin, I heard there's a show. Hey, AB, yeah. I heard there's a show. <laughs> All right. What did you think of that first screenshot? We haven't talked about it. That first shot. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, that, uh, it looks like they're in the museum, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. I mean, With the I've seen the a lot. Oh, yeah, the clicker in the background as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of uh, behind the scenes shots, you know, from Twitter reddit uh, all these like people shooting stuff from them mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. um and i really like what's what's been going on so far mm-hmm. uh i think it's gonna be an interesting way to tell the story i think it's gonna be a new way of telling it um and I like the fact that they're trying to do their own thing within mm-hmm. the universe, like not copying it one-on-one, mm-hmm. uh, but kind of hopefully doing it uh, in their own authentic way. So it's not uh, Bella and Pedro trying to be Joel and Ellie. It's just them. In, in it's just... It's like- just them in another media yeah. uh, medium. Mm-hmm. I like that. So. I was going to say the word soul siblings. So I consider us three in our own daggy way. It's my way of phrasing it. Soul siblings. So siblings in like that spirit sense. Um, I think Ashley definitely is a soul sibling to Bella energetically and say it same as um, uh, Troy with, with Pedro because they they bro down they bond and I can tell I know that I think maybe the casting particularly of Ashley uh, you know as in um, Bella like Bella I could just see them being part of like the same like they just have that but like to, to Ashley not to Ellie like she has that sort of Ashley energy in, in, in many ways and I think that that will Mm-hmm. see their see their way to like having their interpretation mm-hmm. be valid and be powerful and not be compared and to have it stand on its own for sure what are you gonna yeah, say exactly. yeah if you jump off video we can just hear you but maybe it's a bit so just say yeah so I'll, I'll just throw the question to you again um in terms of the hbo series like completely standing on its own and that that first shot in particular conveying a tone that didn't feel like it was like just trying to parrot the show like it, it felt like this its own valid separate thing go for it um yeah i mean it really does feel like its own valid and separate thing um because i think the last of us in its own you know where it stands as a, as a cultural zeitgeist is its mood and its tone and i guess for lack of a better word its vibe mm-hmm. um and I think as long as they manage to capture that spirit, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't necessarily matter whether or not they hit Pittsburgh specifically, mm-hmm. or you know they may not land specifically in like Seattle or um, Salt Lake City. You know, it just it, those things don't matter as long as the main um, spirit is there and they managed to stay faithful. To what actually makes the story special mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. you know just treating a template or treating it like a math formula and mm-hmm. they're just like plugging things in without considering yeah. you know they're considering more how it works instead of why it works you know they need to consider why it works that's beautiful yeah, yeah very well put. yeah I, I totally agree with that because i feel like um 
a lot of the criticism for for the upcoming series is how uh, Joel and Ellie doesn't look like Joel and Ellie, and it's like, I mean, come Matter. on, it's it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it really the only thing that matters is how they feel. If mm-hmm. they feel like Joel and Ellie, if they have the same vibe, mm-hmm. uh, if it's the same. Oh no, we lost her again. <laughs> so the audio is now gone. So Anne Marie, we love Rest you so much. Look, peace, listen, the, the the Wi-Fi gods have chosen her to take their frustrations out on, and she's <sighs> being punished for some I don't know why. Um, it's not even they just they just chose her on a whim. So Anne no, Marie, what did I do? What did I do? You did nothing. You did nothing. You are innocent. Yeah. Yeah. You, you next know time what? I okay. record, I will, I will go into a, a Starbucks or something. Next time I record, I promise. Or like, <laughs> That's okay. Go somewhere. I'll go to my boyfriend's house, honestly. Okay. I, also, Sorry. AB, don't worry. This this shit happens. It's so fucking cool. Um, uh, but although I do I do want to see Starbucks, AB. I wonder if you... I wonder if the, <laughs> you, you have a certain star, Starbucks demeanor that would be a good idea for the show. It's like, that would be cool. <laughs> we should all meet up in different settings every episode. <laughs> And just, but also, but also, not mention it, like not reference it. Like I, I'll just be out in a field, and Catherine yeah. will be just like on a roof somewhere, and but we'll never mention it. It'll just be this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Different backgrounds every time, just like that's it. Um, that actually, I now I'm wanting to say it to the next episode where my connection is more stable because I wanted to talk about. Tess and Tess's new look and the divide that's come from it. But yeah, we'll we'll say that for the next episode where I have a more stable connection. Yeah, let, let's oh, yeah, because that. you you have a whole essay. <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Okay, next episode, Tess. Tess. No, that's that's cool. But, uh, right. That it's it's such a weird criticism. This whole mm-hmm. like not only for Tess but also for like Ellie and Joel and generally all the new characters like I I just don't think that people understand that it's meant to look that way they're not ugly because they are mm-hmm. made uglier it's they're looking like this because it's more that's realistic. how they look yeah they're, that's literally how they look because you have you have so much more advantage in in the like modern technology compared to like what 10 years ago uh, 12 years ago when they made it mm-hmm. and uh, honestly one of my biggest issues with the first game is actually how they the characters i mean they do look realistic but they were they always had this kind of doll-ish look kind of yeah yeah uh, yeah especially ellie have a lot like these these puppy eyes and very wide and like looked a bit too much of a doll sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and tess kind of had the same issue i think yeah um, she looked a lot of like like kawaii you yeah. know like that yeah japanese anime look sometimes it was it's it was really yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad yeah, exactly. they're going to be able to do away with that. Yeah, compared to part two, um, yeah. you know, it's almost night and day, the, the level of quality of animation, you know. Yeah, um, and it just, the, the facial expressions, I mean, holy shit. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's insane to see how how huge of a difference it is because i mean despite uh the last of us being made in what 2009 to 13 ish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think in that period it was a really beautiful game like seriously one of the most gorgeous games i've ever played on the playstation 3 and also mm-hmm. the playstation 4 with the remastered but when you compare the two and see like the the slide videos it's like a whole different game with mm-hmm. with the new graphics and the new like upgraded characters and uh, totally it's gonna it's gonna look insane it really will it really will um i almost feel like yeah because man where to begin with this um yeah so are you still with us just checking <laughs> yeah I'm here. excellent, excellent. All, all, that's cool all i was gonna say is um there's something not not to i just i sometimes i pull different references but it's all it's all to make a point so the last of us part two comes out the same day as the lord of the rings uh, the rings of power september 2nd so last last was part one rather and one of the things i've been talking about on the lord of the rings stuff we do is uh something that's going to happen simply by virtue of the streaming era with like these shows and stuff that the last of us not that it's niche i mean it's very well known within gaming i mean to this day seriously folks like seriously you guys i'm still waiting for something better than part two and that was like a couple of years ago like you know part two is 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 the pinnacle of this art form for me in terms of like how to to tell a story in an interactive form but because it's craig mason from chernobyl because it's hbo that's another thing this isn't fx this isn't netflix this is hbo who are like those are the sopranos guys you know those are the wire guys like these are the the ones who are synonymous with the with the pinnacle of those of that respective art form which is serialized you know storytelling tv so i just just think incredibly high production mm -hmm. value yeah so absolutely so what i was going to say is what are you guys vibing in terms of the last of us seriously like bleeding out into like a, a much much higher level of of global consciousness like people being you know punters like you'll be able to you probably at one here's, here's what i want to hear from both of you you in denmark you in the us i want you to each tell me it's like oh yeah i overheard so and so like just like the person next to you at the restaurant talking about last of us the same way that people would be talking about game of thrones or whatever because Game of Thrones experienced the same thing. It was just a series of like fantasy novels in the 90s, very niche, very, you know, but then now people are naming their kids after Khaleesi and stuff, and we'll probably get some kids named after, I want a kid called Clicker, maybe? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Come here, bloater. Come here, bloater. <laughs> Come here, bloater. Come here, bloater. Bloater. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I was going to say, are you vibing something like that, or is that me jumping the gun but i think i think certainly last of us has the quality of something that could have that sort of sopranos like ubiquity you know i mean definitely i think uh being hbo and seeing the success of of a lot of these big shows like uh uh game of thrones for example or uh i 
Can't really think of another oh, one right the, now. The Sopranos, <laughs> The Wire, all, all of these huge. Yeah, ones, but like yeah. a recent, recent HBO. Uh, oh, a recent show, HBO. Um, I can't really think of anything beyond Game of Thrones. The Outsider, yeah. Huh. Uh, no, but like in general, because I, I feel like HBO hasn't really delivered anything good in a in a few years. Uh, because also you see the downfall of Game of Thrones and how that was handled. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that wasn't HBO's fault. Um, but I feel like a show like The Last of Us could appeal to a lot of people because it has this very grounding, ground, uh, very grounded story of mm-hmm. of, of a father and him going on this trip with with a little girl and I, mm-hmm. I feel like this kind of father-daughter uh, show post-apocalyptic show um, I feel like it, it could definitely hit a lot of people mm-hmm. um, because you see how how popular The Walking Dead has been mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for years now and people are still watching that show it's been like what uh, 12 seasons or something now I think mm-hmm. really ridiculous yeah it's crazy and all these spin-offs and like I can't even keep up anymore I, <laughs> but it, it really has this cult following and I think in some way I think the last of us has the potential to do the same um, so okay. yeah it's gonna be very weird to like walk around yeah. and hear people be like oh my god I wonder what happens to Joe when he's like yeah. falling down that thing and the episode ends <laughs> like honey totally. let me tell you how oh how will you feel how will you feel though when you actually do start hearing people talk about it I guess you know for lack of a better term like in the wild because we've been we've been fans of it for so long and it's like we it's 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 not like we have any sort of ownership on it, you know, but there's still a no. sense of like, we were here first, yeah. you know, we were the OGs yeah, exactly. and that's cool, as cool as it is that it will um, have a much, much bigger and more diverse audience. And as much as I have wanted for that to happen for years, it's still kind of like, I'm so protective of it, you know? Right. And it's like, yeah. I just kind of, I don't know that it just opens it up to a lot of, a lot of, um, I guess I don't even know what I'm looking for. Not not necessarily criticism, but it just it opens up the floodgates to I guess things that you just really can't control. Yeah, I mean you guys are protective. You guys are also mods, which is like only a few letters away from mums. You know, you're you're at last of us mums, and you care about this thing, and you've been yeah. You've been I mean, that sort obviously, of, yeah. It's it's also because you, I mean, for for being a fan for. For so many years, I've I've I played this game and in, in when it released, so I've been there from the beginning. And I mean, it's it's just weird to have this little niche game, mm-hmm. and, and still today, when I like when I meet people in the wild who played The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two, I'm still like, what? Wait, you know this game? Holy shit, yeah. you played it and it, mm-hmm. it it feels so weird to talk to like normal people about it this game. <laughs> <laughs> like outside of the internet. It 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 feels so weird. So it's going to be so fucking weird being like in the wild and just hearing like 
oh my god I, i'm just watching this new show called the last of us and it's mm. like so amazing and there's this little girl called ellie and she's so mm. badass and like what the fuck it's gonna be trippy and also um hbo i've been watching here's another one for you catherine hbo and Henry succession i fucking love succession it's intense say again emory <laughs> at That's this point it's just weird it's just weird sounds coming out like, it's just <laughs> I'm so sorry anyway we'll, 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 uh, every question that like I fielded that was then basically hijacked by the robots you know <laughs> I think okay here it's it is not, like Anne- this text to be- speech thing yeah like. Anne-Marie has been very cruel to Siri she's been like yelling at Siri and now Siri is having her revenge technologically <laughs> yeah someone is having their revenge yeah. someone is having oh. their revenge anyway I don't know well, all I was going to say is Chernobyl and Succession, HBO, what they do is they have a post-show. They have, and it's interesting, they call it the whatever, like for Succession, it's called the Succession Podcast. Once again, we are the Last of Us Community Podcast. I just kind of use the URL, sorry, the, the handle, the Last of Us Podcast. So I think that the Last of Us HBO is going to have its own post-show. And um, that usually involves a conversation with the writers, you know? that kind of give you these insights um and it'll probably be with craig because craig did it for chernobyl as well and if you haven't heard the the chernobyl podcast like the the podcast episodes they did for that that'll be amazing and what you'll probably see i think i i truly believe is um you'll just see it pop up it's like oh wait you look and look at your podcast and then suddenly the last of us hbo post show is like up there obviously we'll be in the spot above it because we're better <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but but that'll also be trippy, you know. Um uh, but anyway. So I also like, wonder if if they're gonna do like more seasons. Oh interesting. Interesting. Like I think I think what I again sorry to bring the Lord of the Rings up again, but they said like we have five seasons mapped out and Breaking Bad was the same. And I would love to know that Craig and Neil you know, Neil gets his George R. R. Martin on and says, actually, I can tell you a bit of the story of where we're going with part three. And then part three becomes his Winds of Winter, you know. Oh, God. The, the writer, <laughs> like, waiting to finish his source material, but then the series catches up to it, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, that's that's the difficult part right now, right? Because mm-hmm. you have, obviously, source material for two seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. perhaps you could even divide yeah, maybe part three. two. Maybe you could even divide uh, part two into two seasons. Two is huge, um, especially. Yeah. Exactly, but but still, I feel like part three would be so far off right mm. now. I think at least five, seven, ten years, maybe. Mm. Um, Good point. Before we get something. And it just doesn't work like that in in television. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like maybe three years from now we get a new season, mm-hmm. uh, four years maybe. Interesting. So it's gonna be interesting to know that if if they're gonna go that route of of Game of Thrones, like running out of source material, and then they do a new season, and well. we have the what is canon 
conversation. You know, I have something for you, Catherine. <laughs> I have something for yeah. you because while they're while they're simmering and waiting for Papa Druckmann to to get his uh, to to properly like flesh out his story and and tell that story, however many years down the line, we very much are in the world. And don't freak out. We are in the world of spinoffs. We are. Mm. And even the boys, like I love the boys, another series you guys should check out. It's this deconstruction of the Marvel Disney performative bullshit, you know, like it's, it's, it's ex- excellent. But even they are in a self-aware way doing like an animated spinoff. They're doing, I think, a prequel with the younger characters. And I think when we get to the Tessa episode, which will be this big four or five hour epic with, with AB, just like... <laughs> full-blown connection just like telling us this whole plan i would love oh, yeah. yeah the the young test show like you know, the last the last of us with, and then with, like starbucks logos in the background and like yeah oh yelling for uh, <laughs> for Anne. Anne. <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> Anne. 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 i just Anne. hate it <laughs> and lipping no i'm kidding um anyway take it seriously guys come on i'm kidding no i'm kidding um no 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 so 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 what do you think and because then i have to i guess this thing called employment i guess i have to dash off but i do want to get each of your ideas for a actually real world feasible potential like the, the one where you just say it to the investors and you say it to the exec producers and they're like just do it. Just make it happen. You know, one thing is like with Harry Potter, it's like, well, obviously people want a Marauders series, like make that happen or a Founders series about the founders of Hogwarts. Like that just writes itself, just make it, cast it, do it. You know, for me, young, young Tess is actually very compelling. The idea of following her journey through the kind of um, cordyceps apocalypse, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but how about you, uh, Amory, what, what's your idea? If it's Tess, you can go with that or if you have another one. Yeah, there's the thing about The Last of Us is that the characters are so real that you mm. really could feasibly have a spinoff with any one of them and it would it would be a good story, right? Mm. Um you could do Tess and that would uh, that is honestly my answer obviously. Mm. Um you, <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> you could have Sam and Henry, you mm. could have I mean, I know a huge one, huge 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 in the community is um the wanting of a pre um, pre summer Joel and Tommy in their hunter mm. years. Oh, yeah. um, another big one is the Fireflies and Marlene's cause and meeting Anna Ellie's mom mm-hmm. and their whole story and what happens before we we met Marlene and all that. Yeah, um, actually, then- that one is is sorry to interrupt you because <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, I just have. Like I remember from the uh, American Dreams, uh, is that that's yeah. the title, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a specific moment in that the uh, comic where uh, Marlene gives Ellie the knife of her of her mother and the letter and says that uh, Anna risked everything for you and like that small quote says so much Mm -hmm. like it it tells so much story without even like saying it and i feel like that could be like a whole side story just that Mm. seeing how what what she actually risked and 
all the the stuff with Marlene and how they became friends and why Anna would trust Marlene so much to give up her child mm. in her care and like that is a huge deal for for anyone being mm-hmm. a mother I guess um, yeah a little side note but That's cool. I feel like that that would be a cool little side story I think I mean I can see it in my mind's eye HBO you know you're on your HBO Max and then it comes up The Last of Us and then underneath the subtitle like Fireflies you know and so then that's this prequel series that that follows like a young like a young Marlene like getting to the rank of of being a leader within mm. you know and we we we're having I'm following it too because we do Mad Max podcast as well it is they're going to talk about Charlize Theron's character in, and she's being played by Anya Taylor-Joy so it's going to cover her how she actually became this like imperator this this sort of this warrior woman you know so i think that would be really really interesting and then obviously you have the idea of the cordyceps in other countries like the denmark show you know the oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the italy show would be really fascinating you know who knows if they might have like local localized interesting variants you know what what does what do danish clickers look like there you go. Oh yeah, like a <laughs> like a covid uh, variants. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, there's there's going to be some covid easter eggs in in the script like people referring to like sure. pandemics. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So AB Catherine it is so great to talk. It was so awesome hanging out. It, it always was is. such a pleasure. Always Chat. a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, my pleasure. And I'm already looking forward to I'll send you actually the details of, of the next one. And yeah, see how you go, Evie, with um with, with the internet and because we want to get like we want to hear your yeah, silky smooth voice next time. And see your silky <laughs> smooth next, visuals. Uh, next tag box or something. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it? What is everyone's day? Um, let, help me become late to work. I don't want to go to work. Catherine, tell me. <laughs> What are you doing? Well, I mean, it's... Uh, it's nighttime. It's, You're going to sleep. No, no, not really, because I'm uh, I'm on holidays. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. uh, tw- two weeks off from work right now. So okay. I'm just enjoying my time and staying Excellent. up late. Uh, so I think uh, at least yeah. tomorrow, I'm, <laughs> at least tomorrow I'm planning on watching the final episode of Stranger Things because, <laughs> wow... It's like it's two trippy. and a half hours long, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's like a movie!" <laughs> so gonna watch I'm gonna watch that scene too. I'm gonna prepare for that uh, tomorrow at some point. I want all the listeners now to have just this image of just like Catherine nooked up with her like blanket and everything, watching Stranger Things, <laughs> and just having her little having her little snacks and being like, "What the oh, fuck!" Yes. Like two hours straight on my huge ass TV. Excellent. Fantastic. Nice. Sounds good. Loving it. <laughs> and how about you, uh, Amy? Fixing um, your Wi-Fi, my, Yeah. Yeah. This is honestly, this is the best it gets. Like I said, I moved to the Boonie Doonies, like bumblefuck nowhere. Um, but the rest of the day, so my sister's friend from England is visiting this week. And tomorrow happens to be the 4th of July. So right. we're going to be out celebrating with my friends in England. Um, I know I'm going to start my video to show you my nails. 
Yes, oh, my host, stop my video. I was going to show you my uh, my firework nails, but it says I can't start my video. No, it's okay. Oh, I'm just asking yeah. you to start video. There should be a little oh. button. Yeah. Excellent. Go. Can you see me? Yes. Oh, beautiful. Firework nails. Oh. Beautiful. Yeah. Can you see a little of it? A little bit. Um, that's, that's very nice. Oh. <laughs> very, very pretty. That's amazing. So, yeah. We'll be, we'll be celebrating the third, the fourth, the fifth. Amazing. Wow. Well, I, hope, I hope you have a lovely uh, Independence uh, Day. Yeah, have an amazing Independence Day. That'll be great. Obviously watch the Independence Day movie and play the Bill Pullman speech at full volume. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, look, all right. Um, I wish I could have... I wish I could have. I wish I could have done more. I wish I could, I, there's always more that I can do for you too. But I just try. Yeah, I, I try. I Honestly, try. you do so much. You do so, you do much. so much. Yes. Um, I'm I already looking. Everything. So no, you guys are the best. I'm already looking forward to the next one. Um, and now again, this is how things work. Because once filming wraps, that's when you can start start thinking about when teasers will drop and stuff like that Oof. you know as a little teaser to kind of tantalize people as they're like mowing their lawns we may see the teensiest bit of something at comic-con which is in a few days time all right because yeah, yeah. that's something they do is like even while filming is you know they've cut together a teaser in the meantime so we might see that it might mm. just be exclusive for whole h but we'll see um or whatever hole they'll be in so i leave you with that love you and leave you take good care I'll edit this one up and I'll send you the links, okay? Big hugs. Thank See you. So Till the next yeah, one. Thank you so much. Right. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. You guys Have are a nice day, evening, lovely, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fucking dying, dying at a desk. Let's die at a desk. Let's do that. <laughs> no, you guys yes. are the best. Highlight of my day. See you. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs>